welcome to season two of the Daily Driver podcast presented by ThisIsBracketRacing.com. I'm your host, Luke Bogacki. When it comes to sportsman drag racing, what is the perfect weapon? What is the ultimate car? In fact, let's even home in a little bit more on this because it's a pretty layered question. Let's talk specifically about top ball eighth mile bracket racing. In fact, since this discussion is so layered, like just full full disclosure, full transparency, this will be the start of a fun little series here on The Daily Driver in which we'll kind of delve into some different thoughts on what is the ultimate machine, the perfect weapon for various forms of racing in our sport. Now, to kick things off, to be completely clear, in my opinion, the perfect weapon is what you make it, right? Like, Peeps Pennington makes it look like the perfect weapon is a 470 buggy. Wes May makes it look like it's a 650 door car. Travis Laster, he says, you can't go too fast. Dude won the SFG 1.1 million going four O's. Meanwhile, other drivers like Steve Mikus in years past, Buddy Farrell, they've had tremendous success going by today's standards, let's say slow in dragsters. From a pragmatic standpoint, my argument is that the perfect weapon is what you make of it, right? I think that the most successful racers would all tell you that their ride is in fact the perfect weapon. And yet, the rides of those most successful competitors, they vary pretty significantly at times. My belief is that is less a function of the superiority of their combination, or even how that combination messes with their driving style, and more a function of the simple fact that that driver believes and has justified to him or herself that they in fact do have the best tool for the job. So inherently, the quote-unquote perfect weapon, that's a subjective discussion, it is a subjective opinion, but that doesn't stop me from having an opinion, right? And a, a subjective opinion to be certain, but also one based on, you know, 30 years of experience in the trenches, if you will. Like I said, we're going to dedicate the next few episodes of The Daily Driver to this topic for now, Let's shine the focus on top ball bracket racing, but let's zoom out just a little bit. Is the perfect weapon a dragster or a door car? If the class is combined, where dragsters don't have to race dragsters, door cars don't have to race drag, door cars don't have to race door cars, which admittedly is a bit of a rarity in this day and age, but if they're all together, all on completely equal footing, I'm... This may not be a popular opinion, but give me a dragster all day, every day. Why? I still am of the opinion that dragsters are slightly more consistent. Now, admittedly, when dragsters and door cars first started getting separated, you know, close to two decades ago, that gap was more significant than it is today. Like technology has shrunk the gap. Good door cars are good race cars, period. And bad dragsters are not good race cars, period, right? So the, the gap isn't what it once was, where it was a 
definite advantage, I believe, to have a dragster 20 years ago. That shrunk. Um, but I would still argue that the average dragster versus the average door car, the dragster is slightly more consistent. Why? The obvious reasons. Like, dragsters have 70 plus percent of weight on the back tires. They're lighter, so they're faster. And I'll just say that the, the laws of physics make faster better. Like, you are on the racetrack for a smaller period of time. So there's less time for all of the variables to impact a, I don't know, let's just say for sake of discussion, 450 car than a 650 car, right? So just by the laws of physics, the 450 car should be more consistent, slightly, but measurably. It's not tricky to go fast with a dragster. Like you put your cookie cutter, I don't know, a thousand horsepower motor in a dragster and Unless you're really out in left field, you're going to go right down the racetrack. Try taking that same 1,000 horsepower motor and dropping it in your Vega. Good luck with that. It's just easier, right? And then everybody harps on visibility being a huge um, advantage for a dragster driver. Personally, I think that's a bit overrated, but there's something there, right? Like There's something to be said for just being able to see everything all the time. Now... What about that? So that's my opinion when all the thi all things being equal, everything's combined, right? Dragsters and door cars on equal footing. But what about the typical big bucks bracket race of today where dragsters and door cars, they're separated? Common consensus, I think, I'll say the things that, that, that many may not want to say out loud. The common consensus is that the door car side is quote unquote easier, like it's softer. It's easier to navigate than the dragster side. And while I'm not completely sure that that's accurate, just from a sheer numbers standpoint, I think we can all agree packages are at least slightly tighter on the dragster side. But it's also harder to make crazy good runs repeatedly in a door car. Again, slightly. So while there may not be a, an inherent advantage to racing from the door car side, I would argue that there is an inherent advantage to having a great door car when they're separated. Why? Just because there's more discrepancy. There's more variety. On the dragster side, everyone is working with essentially the same equipment, right? Four-link dragster, big block Chevy, tried and true combination, can be cookie cutter, can be store-bought, whatever. Like, you bolt the stuff together and it freaking works. On the door car side... Door cars are unique. There's more ways to be competitive and what one door car wants will not necessarily work for the next one. And there are some, the easiest way to put it, like lesser combinations. So there's more variables. So while I don't think that it's a cut and dry advantage to be on the door car side of the field, having the best door car, the most consistent door car in the field is a much more significant advantage than having the best dragster in the field because there's more discrepancy from best to worst. There's more discrepancy from good to bad. There's probably more, more aptly put, there's more discrepancy from competitive to great. The door car side just has more variables and therefore more potential to exploit those discrepancies and take advantage of truly elite equipment. So my opinion, if you're building or upgrading your door car, what's the best way to go about having truly elite equipment to truly have the perfect weapon in your door car? 
Well, stay tuned. That's what we'll talk about here next week on The Daily Driver.